Hey, fateys. Thanks for downloading and listening to Chapter 2, Episode 4. It's DM Brad here, just with a couple of quick things before we crack on. Firstly, we've got another great review on iTunes this week. LCP Tim says, Hilarious! These guys should be huge. So much fun. Check this podcast out. Well, thanks, Tim. We really appreciate such a great shout out. Uh, Just for you listeners, Tim is actually from the Lost Context podcast, which is a freaking awesome show. I listen to it and you should too. If you like us, which by now I'm going to assume you do, then you'll like the Lost Context D&D podcast. And speaking of things we like and appreciate, we got a new donor on Patreon. What? A big old bouquet of thank yous to Laura Christine Goodwin for your support. The resistance is getting stronger, and with your help, and the help of Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino, and Irene Cucci, we can really stick it to Arkvale and their damned empress. If anybody else out there wants to join the resistance and help us bring the world of ice into life, you can do so for as little as $1 a month over at patreon.com slash fateofison. Right, now here's the skinny about what happened in episode 3. The Apple Squadeth staged an elaborate heist. Marley organized a concert to take place outside the gated temple district, including juggling, acrobats, bands, and breakdance battles. Banfor worked crowd control, which included feeding certain members of the crowd psychedelic substances and giving the Arkvale guards a really hard time. Of course, all this was just a distraction while Trestlespoon snuck into the Faith Tower to rescue High Priestess Raya, the former governor of Dantonair. Oh, the Fate of Ison. Hey! I almost forgot what episode it was. Uh, but I am sitting here next to... Wow, have you forgotten our names already, Brad? I was leaving a gap for you losers to introduce us. <laughs> I thought you were just deliberately like, <laughs> you fucking with us. You like fucking an awkward nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll go first then. Kills, Bradley. Pots and kills. <laughs> well, I'll go first then. You're sitting next to, apparently, Jules, who plays Molly Crab. Who just saluted. I know. I have no <laughs> idea why. Officer Marley from Dacton. <laughs> Officer Marley. I think that's what it was. Inbuilt fucking Officer Marley. The half-elf bard slash ranger. That's right. Uh, roguish gnome. Uh, Josh Kingsford, who is Trestlespoon. Josh Kingsford is not a roguish gnome. Trestlespoon. <laughs> 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 no good from. <laughs> no good from. <laughs> I've been drinking. I've been drinking. It's, What's it's, up? It's me, Oliver Scripps, playing Bam for what in this podcast. What? What? <laughs> I'm in Whangarei, New Zealand, a place where count the people and multiply the number of teeth by eight. <laughs> <laughs> this already sounds like a second episode, you know, like when people yeah. have been drinking this and they're like... A fair amount to drink. This sounds like an end of the night episode, which means <laughs> I fear for the end of the night. <laughs> I'm, I'm get up in some people. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Listeners, little heads up. Uh, both Julia and <laughs> Oliver are quite drunk already. Um, so this, <laughs> you speak for yourself, this Brad. Is going to be, I'm drinking. I'm literally drinking Earl Grey tea right now from a travel mug. Wow. Because did you not I, even... of energy drink did and you not, then two bottles of red wine. Yeah, Brad didn't even think I could feed him Earl Grey tea from my house, apparently. He had to bring it in a fucking travel mug. Yeah, I he did. drinks Earl Grey. That's right. I did. That's I drink, so I drink Earl Grey because I'm a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I've been 80 since I was three. He's a fucking ancient red dragon. Here, that's what he is. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, get into playing uh, the game that we all love to play, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Yay! Um, last time, you guys staged an elaborate concert outside the front gates of the locked temple district in Dantonair. Uh, the reason for the concert was twofold. Uh, one was to gather a large group of people in one place to try to recruit them en masse and begin populating the underground city. Um, the other was to cause a distraction while Trestlespoon sneaks into the district, uh, climbs the Faith Tower, and rescues High Priestess Rhea, the former governor of Dantonair. Uh, Trestlespoon successfully extracted the priestess. Mm-hmm. Then, while River and the Bowstring Three whisked her away to the safety of the UAR headquarters, uh, Trestlespoon rejoined Banfor and Marley at the concert. The famous bard, Spritey McSteamface, took the stage, and the crowd of thousands erupted into absolute chaos. That explains a lot of my notes, because I was looking at my notes for this, and I was like, it looks like I planned a fucking concert. I'm real confused. I did. (laughs) The entire episode was... I just say, sleeping, trashy. Also, I completely (laughs) missed that we were supposed to be... 
like bringing people into the. Yeah, I've got to do that as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, um, the yeah the the um, Rex Squadron, or AKA the Teen Titans. Yeah, that's um, right. They were handing out bath salts for you. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> if I had known that, the uh, recruiting thing. They, yeah. were, they were also having recruitment conversations with people uh, to whom they were not giving bath salts. Yeah, that's mm. useful. People that take a bunch of bath salts. Not useful for much. Yeah. Um, including, right now, uh, let, let me point out in response to that that Banfor himself took a lot of uh, the bath salts. Bath salts. <laughs> and, and now rolling with disadvantage. Admi- admitting to doing so. He's on bath salts. And uh, could not understand what was happening when Marley was trying to talk to him via the cantrip spell message. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I think that he couldn't understand her to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> Scare you. Um, yeah, uh, but if I'd picked up on the whole, like, secret, like... Gra- gathering of people, I would have made like you know implanted messages into the flashes. Okay, r- just roll, roll a d twenty right now, just to see if you managed to do that during the show. I, I feel like that's quite bad. Yeah, seven. Okay, you're too drunk to read your times. <laughs> that's <laughs> fuck. I'm so. Worried. Okay, so Spidey McSteenface is on stage. Uh, he is about to start playing. The crowd is going absolutely apeshit, and uh, the three of you have reconvened uh, backstage. What do, what's going on backstage? No, I feel like we didn't we gap it. Um, you didn't get to the point of gapping it yet. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Banfor was heading backstage. Uh, Trestle Spoon was making his way backstage after rejoining the concert. Oh. And um, yeah, Marley had just left the stage after uh, Spritey took over. Cool. Yeah. So the three of you are basically all about to meet in one place at the same time. Okay, uh, Banfor was probably the closest. I believe he was heading back while Spritey was coming on. So, uh, what does Banfor find when he when he heads backstage? Okay, um, you get backstage, and a lot of the performers or the various groups of people they're all sort of packing up props. You know, the whole post show in the green room thing. Um, uh, yes, it's just a mess of things being tidied up into suitcases and baskets and things of people trying to tidy up. Uh, there, um, uh, the Panther buds are there. And there are two dead guards who are soon to be buried, um, as per your instructions that you gave to uh, Stein and Poffman. Smart, smart. Um, what were their other names, please? Um, it was... Did fucking ask me something like that? <laughs> I can't remember what names. Um, it was... All right, oh. so just found it in Cum Dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I think that was pretty close, actually. Mm. I don't think it was even remotely close, but sure. They're just right. I'm just a drunk person. I think you should you should do that. By crumble and dumpster. Okay, a backstage. And are they burying, or are they just sort of looking at the corpses? They have only just. It looks like the the corpses are pretty fresh. They've only just been dealt with, uh, and they themselves um, have like a few scratches on them as well. So like, there's clearly a fight broke out rather than a clean assassination. Okay. Um, Bamfor walks over and. Uh, Sort of, you know, sits them down, lets them catch their breath, and just takes over the burial of the uh, of the two folks, taking any whatnots, hoojawatsits, or curios that they have about their person. Okay. Uh, also taking uh, the ends of their fingers <laughs> because uh, he's finding himself with quite the satchel at the moment, hands wise, um, and is trying to figure out a more sort of economical way of maintaining trophies. Okay. As per the burial, um, you did say in the last episode that. Uh, you had dug a grave. I had pre-dug that, that the could, uh, that could grave. It could fit up to four. Um, <laughs> bear in mind, this is in the middle of a an urban area with stone streets. Uh, Desc- I believe describe that I this had done that under the stage. Okay, yeah. but yeah, the stage itself was still built, like was constructed on top of a of a stone street. So describe what you did to create this grave. Um, so essentially, I would assume that it being a um, a square that we were doing this in and the and a heavy usage area of carts and things like that being the entrance to the holy area uh, would be cobblestones or flagstones uh, yeah okay so um because those generally aren't mortared together um it's not a tough job with a crowbar or an angle to uh, to lever those up and you get six to ten of those up and you've got a six foot gap a few feet wide so you dig down it far enough you dig six feet deep um, underneath city is usually other city um, because cities tend to build on top of each other. Yeah. A lot of Terry Pratchett's just well. You guys know for a fact there is actually another city underneath this one. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm sorry, you just know, stepped so on underground, reference. things of that nature. Um, and so. Easy rinse win. Given. Hey, Terry Pratchett, we miss you. Um, you're wonderful. 
Um, you, uh, I miss Terry Pratchett. Um, I miss him so much. Oh, sad drum now. Um, <laughs> one bit. Um, and so, um, excavating that out into a comfortably uh, into a comfortable little pile nearby, which does the second service of occluding the hole from view. Uh, and then on top of that, the stage was built. Um, yeah. Okay. And so your burial uh, of these two soldiers is you just sort of drag them under the stage? And chuck, uh, chuck refill them with earth and put the cobblestones back. Okay. Cool bananas. The perfect crayon. Yeah. yeah, so as as he's doing that, um, Trish, Swoon, and Marley sort of convene from their two different angles. Yes. Trissel Spoon from coming around the stage after going through the crowd and yes. Marley from coming off the stage. Yeah. Didn't I do an encore juggle? No, yeah. Oh, that, he yes, came you, on Yeah, stage. sorry, you did. Yes, yeah. I forgot about you that. So you're both, you've both come off the stage together. Yeah, it was pretty memorable. Together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was epic. <laughs> <laughs> Eight more minutes. <laughs> Eight um, more minutes. Yeah, because we, we were gapping it off stage and the plan was to go get to Ben 4 and gap it, like yeah. away from the concert, essentially. Because we've established an alibi. We can just go. Okay. All right, so you guys get backstage. You see Ben 4 finishing with his burying uh, these two. Um, uh, Poffman, who looks a bit scratched up and worse for wear, uh, looks to you too and says, can we, can we, what, what do you think we need to do? Can we go back to the headquarters now or do we, is it done? Looking to Trestlespoon. Uh, Trestlespoon is on a massive adrenaline high from his juggling expertise. Um, he can't really think about anything else. Uh, uh, j- just says, oh, they, but, but they... They, they, they love me out there. I've, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to go back. I've got another juggle. Ju- ju- I'm going to juggle more. And he, he runs towards to get back on stage. Stein, who's a goblin, who's your size, mm-hmm. grabs you by the shoulders and shakes you and goes, snap out of it! Oh, oh, oh right. Yes. Sorry, the juggling wasn't, wasn't that good. Uh, we, we can go, I, I suppose. <laughs> um. Poffman and Stein, at that, at, um, tr- at Trestlespoon saying, we can go, they, they just both nod and say, Okay, yeah, um, we'll see you there. I guess it's probably best if we split up to try and, I don't know, just be part of the crowd. Are you kidding? Have yeah. you seen this crowd? Like, Spray McSpeanface is on the stage. They're going to be going for at least another hour raging like this. This is why we go now. Go, go, go. Okay, and then they turn and bolt. Yeah. South. South. Which way south? Towards the south. town centre. South, south is south. South is south. is the opposite of north. Yes. <laughs> Are you familiar with it? Trestlespoon pulls out his compass and goes, Ah, oh, yes, I see they went south. <laughs> ah, south is south. South is south. An apple a day. South. <laughs> <laughs> um, shortly after they bolt, um, uh, Trestlespoon, you feel something moving like right next to you. Like you feel movement up very close to you. Mm-hmm. And you then you immediately see that there is a halfling, um, a male halfling in a red priest's robe, mm-hmm. standing right next to you, who like wasn't there a second ago. Do- he puts his hand on your shoulder and he says, "We know what you're doing." Uh, Bamfor says, "Whoa!" Uh, grabs the halfling and attempts to uh, toss him out through the out of the green room. I guess so. You, <laughs> out of the green room. Uh, <laughs> out of the like, green room. Out of the backstage yeah. by by shirt yeah. and and thing. This is all outdoor, shirt, shirt. but it is behind the stage. So yes, it's backstage. I um, imagine there's like you know like curtains yeah. and stuff. He tries to deck save out of your grip, but he doesn't. So you are now successfully holding this halfling in the red priest robe. I throw him out. Trestle I'm, like, I'm like whoa 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 whoa. Spoon raises a hand to stop Banfor from throwing the. Uh, Bamfor has thrown the um, oh. Oh, God damn it. to say dwarf, but uh, halfling, but managed to catch him by the belt as he goes past. Um, so he started throwing him, let go, but because his top hand was on the back of the guy's collar, yeah. it trails his back and he catches the belt. Um, should I roll a t20 to see if his pants come down? Uh, yes. <laughs> sure. What results will be should. pants come down? Um, above. 13, his pants come down. Do I have any additions? No. <laughs> this uh, is a, eight. His pants do not come his down. His pants do not come down. Okay. <laughs> what so, do his pants do? Oh. I feel like it's really important to establish what happens with his pants What's right the now? kinetic movement of the pants? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of pants are they? Does he have any apples? Yeah. <laughs> These are all important questions. <laughs> How do your mice feel about you throwing them in? While while you are holding up in the air this halfling priest by his belt, he twists in your hand and he turns and firebolt shoots a firebolt right at your face. What? For seventeen for the attack. 
Is, is this our uh, role initiative? My AC kind of is higher than that. Only if you're armed with a shield. Uh, well, I have a medic shield that appears when I request it. Did you have what time to request, request it? Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, look. I mean, I <laughs> 18, so it's 17. So it doesn't have to exceed my armor class? Your armor class is 16 without the shield. So yes, it does exceed your armor class. Interesting, interesting. Um, uh, well, I mean... 10 fire damage right in the face, which I'll say also makes you drop him. And so now... Reasonable. A at and now, roll initiative. Nice. Uh. Yeah. 13 for me. 4. <laughs> 12. Okay. Uh, Trestlespoon, you are up first. Um, how far away am I from said villain? I'd say probably 15 feet away. Okay. Trestlespoon takes out his scorpion tail and his hand crossbow and fires them both simultaneously at the uh, the offender. Okay. Oh, that's 20 for the crossbow. Nice. Oh, the, t- the crossbow definitely hits. Uh, so the, what was your second attack? Second attack was the scorpion tail. Oh, yeah. So I rolled that. Yeah, d20 again. Uh... 13 plus 6, 19. Yeah, both hit. Okay. Hand crossbow. It's 2 plus 3, 5. And scorpion tail. 4 plus 3 is 7. Nice. Mathematics. Shoot off this, uh, yeah, this crossbow bolt that sort of hits uh, the halfling in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And knocks him back a little bit. And then the scorpion tail whips in and just cuts like a slice on his other arm. And then you quickly zip it back. Woo! That's a nice trestle spoon, mate. What does it What does it look like? Does it resemble uh, the, the the raven or the the demon from my previous adventures? No, it's just a halfling. It's just a halfling man, which is just like a small human. Okay, without apparent motive at the moment. No, he's just got a red priest's robe. That's okay. all you can tell about him. Mysterious. Um, and then before Banforth grabbed him and tried to throw him, uh, he said, um, "We know what you're doing." Okay. And now it's Marley's turn. Okay. He did sneak up. He was sneaky. He's not nobody who's your friend just sneaks up and says, "We know what you're doing." Yeah. Well, I think I was well within my rights to try and huck him. Trestlespoon doesn't know what he's doing. That was the perfect painful response. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um. Who else is around? Like. Uh. No one. The performers are all, I guess, nearby, but not like in the scene. Um. All the well, like, various the performers. Squads there, aren't they? Pardon. Is the Panther Squad still there? Uh, the Panther Bloods have gone. Um, well, Poffman and Stein have gone, and you can only presume that they probably took Slice and Dice with them. Um, and the Teen Titans you haven't seen, but they're probably still working the crowd. And I'm still under the effect of... Uh... Yeah, I should have given you disadvantage on stuff, but fuck it, that was funny. Okay, so just... It's just you three and this halfling in the immediate scene. Okay. And on the other side of the stage is... Um, Spidey McSteam face and a crowd of thousands. Okay. <laughs> right. You're gonna do something big that affects everyone, aren't you? This is gonna turn into shit. This is gonna. <laughs> this is gonna be fucking amazing. No, I was just thinking about trying to crown of madness him, but crown of madness is like a charm effect where he then turns and attacks somebody else. And I'm like. <laughs> well, if you can get him to attack Spidey McSteam face. But that's what I was I'm, thinking. I'm I was like, like, I was like if that works. They would have to. Okay, so he would have to roll a wisdom save against my spell. I'm just trying to think about trying to like grab him again and toss him. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna try and (laughs) crown of madness him. It's a concentration, so I have to. It's the only thing I can do. Wisdom save that is a sixteen. That is a sixteen. Yeah. Fuck you! It's a (laughs) sixteen wisdom save. Ah, shame on your dick. God damn it! I was so keen on doing that. Um, Do do you do do anything else with your turn? I can't. Like that's my full action. You got, you got I can mo- basically move. You got and movement and you got bonuses. Yeah, but I don't. Um, I don't really have any cool kind of bonusy shit. I suppose uh, I can bardic inspiration somebody. Yeah. So I'll. You can do with some inspiration. Oh, actually, I'm still carrying inspiration, so I don't need it. Yeah. You're still yeah, inspired. But you can just add a d6 to something. There you go, Banff. I'll just bardic you. inspiration you. Add a d6 to a check. <laughs> Nice. And I'll pretty much stay right in. Okay. Sweet. So the priest um, sort of reels back after Transal Spoon uh, getting two good strikes on him. 
and he uh, looks a bit annoyed now. So he grits his teeth and says, the priestess is a loss we can afford. You three, however, yes, the Empress can make good use of you. And then he raises his hands up in the air. Nah. Oh my god. (laughs) Not in the air. (laughs) I've got got advantage against being charmed. I knew I should have tossed this fucking dwarf. (laughs) If you'd let me toss him, he'd be out in the crowd. We'd be away scot free. Oh man, he would have been ripped to pieces by the mosh pit. And then, sweet fucking <laughs> and then around the three of you, it starts to, from the sky, hail rock hard, Rocks. giant chunks of hail. Um, all three of you need to roll a deck save. I'm rolling with disadvantage. Yes. Unless you want to use your inspiration point to cancel that out. I would like to use my inspiration point to cancel that out. Okay. Um, um, sorry, deck save. Yep. Uh, 12. I'm 17. Unnatural 20. Okay, so uh, the two of you sitting next to me, so for listeners, that's uh, Marley and Trestlespoon. Um, uh, 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 Spell information! (laughs) So attractive. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to join in, but it wasn't there. (laughs) Hang on, I have to find dice I haven't used in a while. How how long is the time difference in Whangarei? Um, it's like 35 years. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's staying. So, uh, Banfor, Banfor <laughs> takes, um, six bludgeoning damage and 20 cold damage. Holy shit. So 26 damage. Yep. Hey, did you add that 1d6 I just gave you to your check? I did not. No, he, he didn't. <laughs> you and really it's, should have. It's too late for that. Um, but it's four. It's too late for that, buddy. Um, Banfor! Uh, and you two take half that, so you, you both take 13. 13. Yep. So I take 26 damage. Yep. And you, uh, you so just got belted with You all okay. just got belted with hail. Okay. Why have I spent so many second level spells already? I hate my life. Hey team, I'll just let you know right now I'm 9 of 45 hit points. Yeah, yeah. How'd I, you get so low on hit points? Because you hit me with a fucking thing and then another and thing. Then he, he, I just took... 14, what? I took 14 and then I took 26. Yeah, he had the fight with the people right in the front of the stage. Mm. No, that's from 45. Yeah. In this episode, since we've started talking, I've come from 45 hit points to 9. And you're crumbling on fire. Can you just do me 26 damage? Just 26, yeah. Just 26. Just 26. Yeah, fuck yeah, you. Like <laughs> 26 what? damage would have nearly killed um, me. <laughs> okay, it's your turn now, Banfor. Presumably to rage or something. <laughs> I am pretty fucking mad. <laughs> um, I'm also holding in reserve because uh, I haven't used my inspiration. You use so your I inspiration to. point um, to cancel your disadvantage, um, but you haven't used um, Marley's bardic inspiration that she gave you. I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. Keeping in mind I have lucky, yeah, uh, which I should have used against that, but I didn't. Yeah. And since we're all being dick butts today, um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. That's cool. Um, I'm also raging, so let's click that thing right here. Oh, Ben falls in a rage. I'm in a rage, bruh. A blase rage. <laughs> all right, I'm in a rage, um, and I will be attacking um, who um, a gentleman who I will now term uh, Little Mister Buttfuck, <laughs> uh, which is my new name for this. Halfling. That makes me so aroused. <laughs> um, that is 11 plus 6, so that's 17. To do what? To attack him with my axe sword. Okay, uh, yes, you succeed. Um, fantastical. Um, keeping in mind that, uh, sorry, as my bonus action, I will bring out my uh, magical shield. Um, your bonus action you used to go into rage? Yes. Oh, my apologies. Mon <laughs> um, um So we're going to do one d12 plus three, but because I'm in a rage, I get three attacks. Uh, no, you get two because you've again you've already used your bonus. Oh, that's one. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so those will both be d12 plus three. Yep. So it's x x. Yes, it is a uh, thunderous x attack. Yeah, you've still got to roll the second attack though to see if it succeeds. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just trying to locate. Where'd he go? Oh, there he is. Please don't. Okay. It's gone for the D12s. So, uh, oh, no. Seriously. Fucking Those are damaged, though, because I haven't actually rolled the second attack. My apologies, team. Uh, second attack is a 14. That's a hit. Um, so they both do four damage. 
total. I didn't I didn't Eight. see your dice that you're holding up. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, it was, it was uh, five, four, two ones. Oh, yeah, four and four. Okay. So, yeah, so you smack him with his ax, with your axe, and he like sort of falls back a bit uh, as the second strike then hits him and kind of knocks him. Uh, I would say into the stage. He sort of hits the back of the stage with a big thump. I can add six to any roll, can I not? With bardic inspiration. Uh, to any d twenty roll, but you didn't need to because you succeeded. You can still do it. Like you can do it for another ten minutes. Oh, cool. Um, Trissel, spoon. Is the halfling on uh, back of stage? Is it disturbing Sprouty McSteam face? Uh, no, you, you guys are on the ground, so uh-huh. he's caught his bumped into the back of the stage. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't affect him. He's got, like, a crazy-ass backup band going on and lights and everything. And a okay. crowd of thousands. It's a big production. Yeah, it's a massive production. It's not okay. just, like, one guy with an acoustic but, guitar. Okay, all right. <laughs> Marley does I, say so I underestimated how well planned out and organised the event had been. You should never underestimate a Marley <laughs> production. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Trestlespoon uh, shoots his hand crossbow um, at the halfling. Um... I'm also thinking he may hit the stage uh, with an accidental intention to bring the stage down. But that's just a that's just an <laughs> you idea. Atta- you can attack the stage if you want to. Trestlespoon attacks the stage <laughs> in a bid to bring it down, collapsing on top of the the halfling. Okay. Is that- attack the stage. Okay, I attack the stage with a. Oh, that's pretty good. Seventeen yeah. plus six. Okay, let me just roll a flat d20 to see. You bring the stage down. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> the stage rolled a two. Um, you managed to hit with your crossbow just the right point on uh, like a leg at the back of the stage. Yeah, yeah. That it, it sort of tips out of place and then the next one sort of tips just enough and the next one and the next mm-hmm, one you get this domino mm-hmm. effect mm-hmm. of like this, all the bits that are holding up the stage all start to creak and crack. It hasn't come down yet, oh. but it's very obviously going to. Okay. Christ. It's like this slow falling where you guys can see it happening, but people on stage might not feel it yet. Is the halfling aware of the, uh, the, the crumbling stage? I would say they're probably more focused with the three people he's fighting. Okay, I've got a second attack as well. Can I shoot the scorpion tail uh, at the same place? As I... your bonus, yes. Is that right? Okay. I aim at a wobbly bolt that on which the whole stage is. <laughs> is yeah, like is that waiting. one. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, five plus six, eleven. Uh, I'll roll for the stage with advantage okay. against that. Three, three. <laughs> <laughs> is that enough? Yeah, yeah, that's enough. The stage. The whole like chunk of the supports of the stage just falls, and then the stage starts to very quickly tilt down backwards towards you and like a set of drums falls on like onto the ground right next to the halfling yeah yeah crash, ironically uh, <laughs> and yeah people who were in Sprite McSteam Face's backup band fall off the stage <laughs> and like hit the cobblestones next to this halfling and it's kind of causing this crazy so the band members are like, like a hailstorm on top of the hailstorm and you hear um, Spidey go what the fuck <laughs> Um, are we still in order of initiative? And now, or yeah, and now it's Marley's turn. Excellent. Uh, so this guy's still, like, up. He's still up. He's quite injured, and he's sort of trapped up against the falling stage. Excellent. Well, I'm Not like, trapped, but he's backed into it. Yeah, I'm like, well, fuck it. At this point, the concerts are around anyway, so I just turned away. Just <laughs> him and the stage? Him and the stage. And, and the injured band members. Let's not forget that. And it's part of base and a lot of children. Uh, so they have to do High a concert. <laughs> okay, so uh, so you can do a concert for the stage. The, pre- the priest nat twenties is concert. So, uh, <laughs> the stage rolls a seven. Yeah, um, so the stage doesn't make it at all. The band members roll a fourteen, and Spritey, who is falling into into <laughs> falls into the range of the thunder wave, rolls a four. So, yeah, so they all fail. They're so concept. the stage, the band members, and Spritey <laughs> all get obliterated by. <laughs> By 14, by 14 points of thunder so they, they get now what happens is they, they and shrapnel from the stage like chunks of wood and shit get hurled outwards over the crowd it's now raining because it pushes 10 feet as well it's raining people and bits of stage onto this and unsuspecting crowd and the halfling sort of stands steadfast against it and he, takes how much damage? he still takes 7 damage because okay. he takes half okay yeah he held his ground but yeah he was he is now standing in front of wreckage. And it also, <laughs> by the way, emits this giant thunderous boom yeah. up to 300 feet. The so everybody's <laughs> probably going to think that's something to do with the cold. The whole crowd is in this dazed moment of what the flying fuck. <laughs> and the um, 
uh, Priest takes advantage of the situation to then hold out his hands towards the three of you and blast you with a uh, fireball. Cool. Well, you three, uh, Marley, Trissa, Spoon, and... Oh, we're all standing right now. Oh, of course Yeah, you're all in close enough range uh, to have to roll the deck save. Cool. Fifteen. Seventeen. Oh, actually, I've still got um, three disadvantage. Okay, all three of you succeeded. Uh, eight. Plus plus my six, or have you already used it? Uh, No, but I will use that plus six to augment my eight. Okay, yep. Uh, so that's six, so that brings me up to 14. Yeah. That's exactly, you needed, you needed 14 to pass. Yeah. So Bardic Inspiration! Um, let's just retcon a second. What did your Bardic Inspiration song sound like? We didn't get it. Oh, shit. Uh, I didn't really have one ready. Fuck. Uh, and I'm drunk. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> sounds... This little cunt. <laughs> He's going to attack you, but not from the front. <laughs> if you are wise, you'll turn about fast. No! This little fuck will try and eat your ass. Yeah, yeah, shut up. Uh, no, it sounds like, I need a hero. I need a bardic inspiration you right now. Because you're fucking it up and you're on so low hit points, I've got to help you out. That's what it sounds like. Okay, since you all succeeded on your deck saves, um, you all managed to get out of the way of this big ball of fire, but you all take 10, flame, uh, ten fire damage. Um, but but Banfor halves that because he is raging for once. Right. I'm also nearly dead. Oh, shit. No, um, I just tried to heal myself. That's not ideal. Yeah, I'm nearly dead too. So yeah, we need four. to kill this guy, like now. You're on four, I'm on four, five. I'm on 11. Yeah. So we're not doing well. <laughs> we probably also should not have told the DM that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the series. <laughs> the podcast. I'm recasting it for season three. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you make the Game of Thrones move. just walks in through the back door. All right. Who's, who's going with it? Who's taking this uh, bugger down? It's now Ben for. Uh, Ben for... On his on his last legs, frankly, on fumes. I had plus two initiative as well. On on fumes, seeing his friends um, flashing back to that dungeon in which he was made himself, uh, uses all three of his actions to attack thrice, twice with the axe, once with the sword in a chippy choppy motion. Okay, as you go to attack, you notice that the uh, priest like waves a hand very quickly, like from top, from bottom to top, like um, in front of himself, and and then continue with your attack. If this reflects damage back at me, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> Probably some sort of fucked up reaction. Um, okay, so I've got a 22. That's a um, success. A 10. Fail. And a uh, 15. Fail. Uh, God damn it. Okay, so a single hit with the axe. Um, I used a different colored die so that we're aware of this. Okay. Nice, I like it. Thank you I very like much. I that you showed that to the camera even though nobody can see that. We can. Well, we're, we're, we can. we're important. That's we're, true. We matter too. <laughs> uh, and he hits the gentleman for 7 plus 3, so 10 total damage. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you uh, smack him with the axe, and he does. Uh, he, he falls back onto the ground um, with a big gash, and he's bleeding quite heavily, but he's still knocked down. And it's uh, Trissel Spoon. Um, do I have the Wand of Mass Healing on me? Yeah, but it's not recharged uh, yet. Yes, I hate it recharged it for yeah, you. Yeah, I got one recharge in there. Oh, yeah, we did. Noise. Uh, Trissel Spoon takes out the Wand of Mass Healing. Um, I've forgotten the incantation. I wrote it down somewhere. It's, it's written on the wand. Yeah. All you need to do is read it Trestle off Spoon the wand. Looks, looks at the wand to uh, 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 get, get his memory going. I hereby speaketh thee be restored. So you, um, yeah, you point the wand at anyone in particular, or, you, or your intention is to sort of get all three. Like a general Patronus <coughs> charm of does it, healing. Does it heal the dude as well? I would rather it didn't. Yeah, I know, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like if you're going to point it in general direction, it well, probably heals. So, how? Do, what's the geography of our positions? <laughs> um, well, Banfor is standing over the halfling who is sort of reeling on the ground, mm-hmm. uh, yes, ble- bleeding heavily. 
Uh, and uttering whatever racial slur applies to halflings. I'd say Marley's not far away because she had to be, have been in range for that um, thunder wave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're probably the furthest away at like 15, 20 feet. But not from the Wanda Mass Ceiling because I'm holding it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fr- I mean, from the fray. From the gang. Um, where I so, guess I, gonna... I guess I just have to heal the, the evil, the halfling as well. Yeah, probably. Um, let me just... Three to one. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, I'm just trying to find... Uh, sorry, listeners, if this is wrong. If you go back and listen to uh, episode 14, Cleaning Out the Fort, and see the first time Tristan Spoon uses this, and it's different from what I'm about to say. Sorry, I'm dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I will get you, Tress, to roll... Uh, mm, uh, roll, roll, just roll the D8. D8. Oh. What does it say? Six. Six. Okay, so uh, all four people in this area regain six hit points, including okay. including the priest. Uh, he looks pretty happy with it. <laughs> He's delighted. So, yeah, so the way that looked is you pointed the wand and kind of nothing came out of it, and then this white mist rose up from the ground and mm-hmm. enveloped all of you very briefly, and like your skin absorbed this healing magic. Yippee. I feel recharged. But um, and feel I'll give you, I'll give you a bonus as well. That was your action. How many points did we? Uh, you six. Six. Uh, what can I use for a bonus? Um, you can do uh, an offhand attack. Um, could I do an offhand you could, attack? With you could a... try and steal something, doing like a slide of hand. <laughs> well, um, you could say something. I could. Can I steal back the uh, health points that I gave the half? Uh, no, I don't think you can find them in his pockets. <laughs> I grab at the the misty health points <laughs> floating steal towards the half. Steal a locket, which means a lot to him. Mm. Yeah, see what's in his pocket. A picture of his mother. Yeah. Steal personal effect. Trestle spoon lunges for the halfling's pocket. <laughs> okay, roll, roll a slide of hand. This is your bonus action. Ooh, Ooh, 19. Nice, 19. I hadn't planned for what the uh, priest would have in his pocket. <laughs> I'd, I'd say in his row pocket you find uh, a handful of gold. You can't tell what denomination it is. Okay. A handful of coins. Uh-huh. Um, and, and then the other pocket? <laughs> <laughs> in the other pocket you find a locket. What feels like a locket. Okay. In, the, in the shape of a heart with a very thin filament chain attached. I, can I pull the locket out? Do I yeah, have enough? You, you, in the rest of your turn, that it, it is pulling those things out of his pockets. So I get a handful of gold coins and a fancy locket. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Rob him. Go! I do that. Okay, that is your turn. Uh, it's now Molly. Awesome. Um, I like this asshole. I'm <laughs> thunder waving him again. Dead so, one, Jeremy. Fucking con save. But um, unfortunately, Bamf, that does mean I'm pushing at you too. So you're gonna have I have 10 hit points. But hang on, wait, okay, so wait. Uh, <laughs> I can do my bardis- bonus section at any point, right? Yeah. Cool, so I'm gonna bardic inspiration you with exactly the same song as I just did before, um, but I'm gonna add to it, I'm giving you this because I'm about to thunder wave, and uh, and then I thunder wave. <laughs> <laughs> when you cast thunder wave, so you, because you get your magic from music and art. Yes. So when you cast a spell like Thunderwave, what are you doing that's it's, actually creating it's this? Verbal and somatic. So I'm like, I'm literally thinking of it as kind of like a Power Rangers moment, where I'm just like, I stick out my arms together, like push like a force wall, and I'm like Thunderwave, and I just like, <laughs> like force it out. From I thought me. you'd like draw some kind of like ward shape in front of your mouth, and like you're like creating a, a an air megaphone, and then just whispering something like. Boom. No, 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 that's, 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 I thought that that's you'd be boxed in for <laughs> the Seven Nation Army. Nah, it's very much. I got a Wichita! It's very much a Power Rangers. Right, when Steve Bates starts singing from the ground. He's probably dead. Right now, the crowd has erupted into an actual, like, chaotic. People are fleeing and screaming. No one knows what's going on right yeah, now. Me throwing this fucking midget was the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. I read, I read that situation immediately yeah. and reacted accurately. Yeah. I just I didn't think. expect a guy who was going to like attack us to like tap us calmly on the shoulder. I thought <laughs> it was seems fun. fucked up. I thought it was burnt shoulder. Mysterious good doer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm kind of waving him anyway. He, he has on good works. Okay. He's like, we have been watching you <laughs> and we think you're cool. Yeah, that's true. He failed the con save. He failed the con save. Fanful, you have to con save as well. Uh, that's a four. 
Uh, oh, not ideal. Four, so that's eight. We're going to add this D6, which brings me to a 10. I wouldn't have done that because the con save is 16. You were never going to get anywhere near it. <laughs> you're, you're literally taking 10 damage. And so is eight. Okay, the halfling uh, gets hurled several feet into the air and lands in a group of uh, chaotic raging uh, people. What about fallen band members? I'm unconscious. They have. It's alright, I got band you. have been thrust to the wall. Uh, uh, no, I've already done my bonus so, action. Therefore, did you say you're unconscious? Yep. So now the scene uh, is the three of you standing in what used what? to be backstage. There is a there is now no stage. There is just a, a few thousand people who are very confused and running about. Uh, and there appears to be none of your allies and none of your enemies. Um, I will only alter that to say that two of us are standing. One of us got flung into a fucking post and is now <laughs> unconscious okay. on yep. the floor. Okay. And uh, there are several mice trying very hard to revive me using their <laughs> tiny hands for CPR. Tiny CPR. I'm making, I'm making a, 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 a pyramid of mice and jumping from the top with an elbow trying to hit me in the solar plexus. Um, it is the priest's turn. Um, and you, you hear a bunch of people screaming in the crowd. Um... Uh, and then suddenly the priest just appears out of nowhere right next to uh, Trestle Spoon with, no. a, with a dagger in his hand and, no. just, and just swipes for that is a 10 which doesn't hit your AC just oh. swipes a dagger wildly at you and you go yeah, you reel back in surprise at him just appearing Whoa. and you're like fuck uh, now, <laughs> and now it's Spanfall's turn to roll a death save I shouldn't have used that six earlier. It's alright. Uh, 18. Nice. That is your first success. Nice, dude. <laughs> okay, uh, Trestle. Get him, Trace. Um, Trestle Spoon, upon uh, stepping back from the lunging dagger, takes out a dagger himself and um, swipes at the halfling. <laughs> you just got two tiny people attacking each other <laughs> yeah. in close quarters with yeah. tiny weapons. That's like when you, the camera zooms in. Yeah, here we go. 13 plus 6, 19. Nice. That's a hit. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. All right. 1 plus 3, 4. Huh? Yep. Sorry. That's enough to do it. How do you kill this priest? Yes. Oh, uh, Spoon, uh stepped back from the lunging halfling's uh, dagger swipe. He quickly uh, flicks the dagger into his hand and uh, swipes in a full 180 degree arc and um, uh, pierces the halfling's uh, throat and uh, watches as a spurt and then a fountain of blood erupts from the halfling's throat and collapses on the ground and Spoon stands over the corpse and says, Trestle Spoon. <laughs> Just like that. No, yeah. and it's not Trestle in spoon. his own but voice. Like, like Liam Neeson, he says it like, yeah. Trestle Spoon. He says yeah. it like that. Trestle Spoon. Trestle Spoon donkey. Trestle Spoon donkey. I'm not going to get the reference for another dimension or two. Gnomes have layers. Onions have layers. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> we are still in initiative order because Banfor is still in peril. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the priest is dead. It's Marley's turn. Cool. I run over to Banfor and I cast Cure Wounds. Okay. Roll D8 plus five. I like I like do that thing where I like faint, like you know, like oh oh, and I like put my hand up to my forehead and lay a hand on him at the same time as looking helpless. Like mercy, I'm getting the vapors. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> And I heal you for six HP. Six. Yeah, sorry, I rolled a one. That's okay. Great. My new HP is six. Yep. And yeah. that's exciting. You are back in action. You very. Uh, you feel groggy, and you're able to like push yourself up on your elbows. And you you look over and you notice that the uh, priest is at Trestle Spoon's feet, and there's like a puddle of blood. Banfor uh, uh, pushes himself up to his to his knees, still with one bald fist pressed upon. The rocks strewn ground. How's that? Yeah, I want to <laughs> know what your mice are doing. Yeah, what are the mice? Uh, and looks over at, uh, at at the heavily breathing Trestle Spoon, who's standing over the corpse of mm. this hobbit priest, and says, <laughs> "Hello, mate. 
Hey, hey, hey! Hey, what's going on? Oh, welcome, welcome. You look a little, uh, you look a little out of it there. Yeah, Molly crosses her arms. Oh yeah, don't thank me or anything. Fuck. Oh, who are you? Only <laughs> <laughs> joking, Miles. I mean, uh, somebody, can somebody help me up? I seem to have been uh, hit with a thunder wave. <laughs> yeah, sorry about <laughs> looks that. At, uh, looks at Molly very sharply. <laughs> sorry about that, Bev. And then, uh, as a as a bonus action, I also use a bardic inspiration to grant temporary HP to both creatures that I can see within sixty foot. Uh, which is five temporary HP. Can I do that? Nice. Uh, yeah, give yourselves five temp hit points. Nice. How long will these last for? Um, for they, a while. Yeah, they long enough to get us yeah, out of there. They right? last. They last until they're gone. They yeah. last until they. I was last. just thinking long enough, and then I'm like, we should definitely get out of here. Shit's <laughs> hit the fan. Uh, yeah, and you notice a, something very small, sort of uh, flying towards you uh, in, in an almost butterfly-like fashion, uh, and then landing. Um, in the middle of the scene is a very angry Sparty McSteam face who says, What the fuck is going on? Am I going to get paid for this shit? Um, Bamfor says, Don't worry about it right now, Sparty. We have to give you the safety. And grabs him and puts him in his coat. Can I roll for now? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, the, the mice uh, have crudely constructed several uh, guy wires and, uh, and gantries from the coat. And use these, a la a bunch of tiny spiders, to uh, capture and muffle Sprite McSteam face. <laughs> okay, um, all right, we are going to now race across the city to try and get to the UAR headquarters. Yes. Uh, try and um, avoid the crowd as much as possible, or at least not get trampled to death by the crowd. Mm-hmm. We are going to do a skills challenge, but there is no uh, price of failure for this. So this is purely so you guys can do some fun descriptive travel. Cool. Into it. Uh, so um, we'll, we'll do it in ter- we'll do it in turns. So I fucking love a good skill challenge, by the way. Yeah, one, two, three, one, two, three. He, he got really excited. He started getting his dice ready already. Yeah. So what what do you guys do <laughs> in your effort to get the fuck out of here? Um, I want to use something that I'm terrible at. Um, I will uh, dragging a leg that was caught, um, sort of got popped in the hip and groin area by the thunder wave. <laughs> I will attempt to patch myself up using medicine. Oh, to like try and oh. pop, pop your joints back in place? Yeah, I've got a dislocated hip and I'm just going to try and medicine it back into joint. Sweet, I like that. It's a good way to start. You can't uh, run That's away. a natural one. Minus one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a zero. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that's a fail. Do I take any damage? <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. Sure. I'm gonna say uh, oh, those five temporary hit points. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Take away those five temporary hit points. You just really <laughs> fucked your leg up. That's fair. Um, who's next? Uh, I think it was Trace then, maybe. Oops, we didn't roll. So. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I want to go next, and I want to grab. I want to venture out into the crowd and grab the nearest like guardy kind of security looking person. You mean like an Arkvale soldier? Yeah, like okay. anything. Um, and basically persuade them to be like my like road clearer in front of me you know like the person who like guides the celebrities through a crowd and is like move away move away move away okay this, like that guy. this is going to be a high dc because you just fought someone who's presumably on their side yeah but they don't know that they didn't yeah. say yeah yeah i suppose there's chaos but yeah. it's still going to be a high dc yeah. like dealing with a lot of people i'm like i'm marley crap i organized this get me out of here like, you know who caused this <laughs> no i organized this production and now it's fucked up beyond belief i need to get don't out don't use of here. your real name yeah. <laughs> or tell them where we're I, going. I use my name everywhere, alright? I'm vain as fuck. <laughs> my name was on all of the show posters. Um, and a picture of you okay. and a picture of the resistance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. Uh, that would be a... Just so you know, the DC is 14. 16. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> my persuasion is 11. You successfully uh, persuade this guard against his better judgment to be like, um, okay, yes, Miss Craft, um... Go, go, go! Right away! And he he holds out his shield and he starts barging innocent innocent civilians out of the way. And I'm like, come with me, guys! Acting as a bulldozer for the three of you to follow. Yeah, um, right behind me. Trestle Spoon, what do you do? Uh, Trestle Spoon uses investigation to, uh, uh, to investigate the band members that have collapsed on the floor and he's looking for a trumpet or a saxophone or something he can blow into, like the Horn of Gondor. <laughs> he could have just borrowed Marley's saxophone. Not good enough. He okay, roll, roll DC 14. Oh, no, 11. Uh, 
Uh, you have a quick rummage as you're running, like you kick a couple of band members' bodies, mm-hmm. uh, and you see uh, all you see is like a couple of drumsticks. No, oh, can I pick those up? Sure. Yes. You now have two drumsticks. Awesome. <laughs> Please don't tell me you're now bagging on the back of my head. Uh, <laughs> if anything, you're banging on band for. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be able to reach your head. Yeah, it would be true. where Jim would have been. Banging <laughs> um, uh, on my the, the small of your back. Playing the booty drum. Um, it should be. <laughs> 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 Molly gets out of saxophone, starts playing chariots of fire oh. as we're running. By the way, just as a heads up, there's going to be another skills challenge in the next episode because uh, I've had one specific one in mind that I've been looking forward to for a okay, long time. Uh, I mean, assuming that we follow a certain future knowledge events. DM. Okay. Just so instead of being like, whoa, another skills challenge by surprise is going to be tiresome, I thought I'd say, well, you know, there is one coming. Banfor, what do you do? Uh, Banfor will, um, uh, so spreading its steam face uh, makes it break down its trouser leg, um, <laughs> having risen free of uh, the, um, you know the scene in The Hobbit when there's the goblins underground and they're being chased? Yes. I'm Just having, pretend you do. I'm it's like that, playing. but inside my pants. Spidey's been chased by what? Mice. Mice, yeah. Um, so I'm going to, once he uh, breaks free... Are you rolling free, a survival check? <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll break free uh, of, of the goblin mice. Goblice. <laughs> goblice. For shorthand. Okay. Uh, through my belt, uh, and I will open my pants, fix them with an eye... And say, get the fuck back in there, <laughs> intimidatingly. <laughs> uh, for a sixteen, that's a success. <laughs> Spritey breaks free of your trouser legs, like, oh, I'm free, I'm free. And then yeah, you look down, like, get the fuck. He's like, oh, okay, I'm not free. <laughs> it doesn't, he doesn't actually climb up inside your trouser leg. He sort of he grabs onto the bottom, and he's almost like he's upside down in a bed, like holding it up, like covers over himself. I would like him to be on my belt like that, as okay. though I've tucked my erect penis behind my belt. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that. Sure, you now have a Spidey McPenis. Spidey McDickface. <laughs> I love it. He is now riding shotgun on your belt. Okay, go. What's, what race is he? He's a sprite. He's a sprite. Yeah, so he technically, um, if you guys wanted to look into a bit of lore uh, and world building, his race doesn't actually live on Iceland, interestingly enough. The sprites are not from here. Interesting. Yeah. Which, uh, Where are they from? The Feywild, which I don't have a Feywild in Iceland, so just another dimension. Interesting. Now our people do get have a habit of being zapped into freaking Iceland. Uh, Molly, what are you doing? Okay, cool. So uh, my shield, like, smacker has kind of come a cropper. Uh, he's hit as... <laughs> He's hit a bit that, like, he can't sort of smack his way through. And so I'm just like, lift your shield! And I climb up him, and I climb onto his shield, and then I start, like, leaping from shoulder to shoulder. So I'm literally, like, on top of people, just running across them right now. Um, If you succeed, all three of you are doing this. (laughs) Yes. Okay. This is uh, acrobatics. Okay. Oh, my God. Please be good. 14 or more. That is a fucking net 20! I'm not even kidding! I can see Look at that shit! All three of you uh, leap onto this soldier's shield and then use that to climb up on top of the group of people <laughs> for whom Banfor is very heavy. <laughs> I'm imagining... I'm just imagining, like, Marley running across people but looking surprised. You know, like Trestle running after and people barely like noticing. Crouching Tiger hitting Yeah, and then Banford trying to follow, and people are just like, just it's like a tsunami wave of people falling as he's landing yeah. on them. As, <laughs> as you guys climbed up onto the soldier, he was like, "My name's James, by the way." <laughs> like, don't care. <laughs> um, okay, and it's like it's like when you're running on that like bridge that's like falling, or the train that's falling off the cliff, or whatever. That's what Banford's doing right now. The, the crowd is people. the crowd yeah. is toppling beneath Banfor, and you guys are sort of riding it downward as it falls until you end up on the outskirts of the crowd. And we have one more uh, to end this, and it's Trestlespoon. Uh, Trestlespoon, while running uh, atop all these people, uh, decides to look at the locket uh, that he found from the halfling. Uh, yes. Can I just see what's what? What is the locket, and what's it, is there a photo in it, or what's going on there? Um, well, this would be investigation again, which you just did. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to oh. say no to that one. I can't investigate. You can look at it later. 
Uh, Trestlespoon, upon seeing the uh, final members of the crowd, takes out the locket and um, lassoes it around a crowd member's neck, uh, <laughs> swings around 360, and then launches into the air, <laughs> triple somersaults, and lands, and then does that acrobatic tea thing that they do in the Olympics. When yeah, they when they like stick land it. Finished a perfect performance, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah acrobatics. That's certainly if acrobatics. he nails this, Marley pulls out a 10 out of nowhere and just hops it up. Oh, dear God, please. That's 21. Yeah, that's a success. Molly just pulls out a 10 out of nowhere. You guys like, successfully mm. make it to outside the Jester's gravy boat. Um, and yeah, Trestle Spoon does this uh, gymnastic finish. The crowd throw roses at Trestle Spoon's feet. <laughs> and, uh, a humorous arrangement of different mice uh, wearing fun costumes uh, all, all stand together and... <laughs> Um, let me ask you, before you go into the um, headquarters, presuming that's what you're going to do, I, I mean, I, I am being presumptuous. Yes, very. Just <laughs> <laughs> keep in mind, uh, you have a foreign stowaway on you, Banfor, and does that factor whether or not you go into the headquarters? I mean, we're going into the headquarters regardless, um, and we will take Sprite and Steamface with us. Okay. Um, unless I'm challenged by any other members of the group. No, I agree with that. Oh... I wouldn't. I would just message you, cantrip message you real quick, being like, do we want to... You wanna... talk to me. Yeah. No, no, because I wouldn't want Spritey to overhear it. Oh, uh, Spritey, I can just stuff down my pants. Okay, well, either way. Uh, um, I would just be like, are you sure you want to bring him in when we don't know if we can trust him? The thing about fear is it makes people trustworthy. And then um, Banfo will open his pants again and drag out Spritey by, the, by his hair, look him in the face, and uh, rolling intimidation. Can I can I add to his? Because I, I would be, like, super intimidated uh, yeah, as well. I, I'll get Marley to roll to help first. Okay. If you roll higher than a 10, you successfully give Banfor advantage. Is that with anything? No. Or, no, I rolled a 9. Uh, no, she's she doesn't aid you in your intimidation. Well, I got 22. Oh, okay. nice. Woo. You don't even need Spritey that. is... Uh, so, yeah. Same um, so, Banfor says... <laughs> Hello, mate. Hi. Thanks for How do we feel about Heart Fail these days? Um, well, I mean, they... Yeah, if, uh, if anyone wants to pay me to play them, you know, I can't afford to have enemies. How do we feel about a guy with nine teeth chewing our fucking face off? Um, yeah, Heart Fail sucks. <laughs> yeah, they do. All right, well, we'll keep you near me, and we'll see what you can do, hey? Good plan, you big freak. Absolutely. Uh, and Bam and Molly's standing behind him trying to look intimidating, but somehow opens, just uh, like... opens his mouth all the way and shoves Spidey McSteamface's head in as far as possible. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And you then doing? rips him out and shoves him back down his pants. Oh, I've never been screaming to be in a giant's pants. <laughs> and, and then, then we... gets into the HQ. Yeah, yeah, so we go you right. go up to the door and you do the knock. And yeah, uh, the door opens and it is uh, the bowstring three. They are there with the priestess. And River says, um, guys, uh, it sounds like all hell's broken loose. Uh, shit went down at the concert. Well, come Therefore, on. Or slowly collapses forward on six words. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Okay. That That's fair. You fall onto your face inside the headquarters. And that's so professional. <laughs> Flaminaire. Flaminaire. I'll uh, let you in on a little uh, secret right now. Never cared for Spritey McSteamface. Yeah, no, fair. Not a fan. Not a fan. No, I'm not a fan either. Marley. He was a bit big for his boots. Marley, Which Marley is would ironic. Be, yeah, Marley because would be super competitive like with him and would not be a fan that he's got all this fame and Marley's got none. Yeah. Spritey's like <laughs> a big <laughs> deal, but also a massive cunt. <laughs> I thought Spritey could fly. That was always my He's a Sprite. Yeah, Sprite oh, yeah. can kind of fly like a, like a butterfly. That's okay. why he floated towards us like a butterfly. Oh, and didn't I thought that was sting like a bee. Metaphorical. Oh, you thought I just, that was me describing how he gracefully walked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, who was that priest guy? What was that all about? We know what you were doing. Who knows what they're doing? What's the Apple Squad doing? Does the Empress have her eyes on our bumbling heroes? I guess we're going to have to wait to find out. 
This is DM Brad saying, see you later, Ison Fater. I'm going to work on that one. Thanks for listening. <laughs>